Hey, hey, everyone. It is JNA from the Let's Get Loud podcast. Hello, Alicia. Well, hello there, friends. So, um, you know, this podcast is coming out pretty, pretty, pretty close to the holidays. Hopefully we're ready. Hopefully whoever's listening, you are just ready for it. Uh, you know, Christmas is in one week, um, one week from today. Dia was like looking We were. she just got this calendar and she's filling in all of her plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother-in-law gave her a, like a puppy calendar right. of 2024. Okay. And my so- kids have calendars and like I got them last year for Christmas and they love having it. Okay. I think it's not, she's not going to be consistent with it. Okay. I think it's really exciting. She like is filling it up, but I'm like, this is going to be a waste of time. Like you wear that, where, where's that going to be? Where do you hang that? We don't have rooms and walls. I hang it on their room. No, there's nothing. We don't hang things on walls at the Cormier's. Okay. You can actually get, I don't know if you're allowed at the Cormier's, but they have like sticky things that are, there's no hole in the wall. Oh, Ooh, we'd have to pass it on the board. Yeah. <laughs> And the president, <laughs> the president of the board is very strict, <laughs> very strict. Tells you to do a PowerPoint presentation yeah. on why. Yeah, PowerPoint. Yes, why she needs this calendar. <laughs> uh, where was I going? Oh, right. So she, I'm like, this is the last day of school, December 22nd. She's like, Bella, it's so close. Like on the calendar, she sees how close it is to Christmas. She's like, it should end on like the 15th. I'm like, to do what? Like to do what? What are you doing? Uh, I'm like, we're a pa. Christmas will be ready by December 25th. No, it doesn't matter what day. I said, you actually need to go to school to leave me alone so that I can get ready for the holidays. What do you do? Like, what do you I like do? it? I like it when the it's up close. Like, yeah. I like oh, it when they think yes. uh, yes. It's funny that Dia said that because Neil said something similar. I'm like, what do you do for Christmas? You right. Just finish work and it all arrives. You're right. Christmas arrives. Christmas is the time where I think I might end up getting a divorce. I need yeah. to remind myself. Yeah, you get, you get real upset. Yeah, it's just because it's like the the level, the discrepancy in tasks increases even more. You disconnect. Oh, oh, I know. Oh my God, you want to laugh? So I'm picking up anti. I was picking up antibiotics for Noah because he has an ear infection, and. Um, so I was picking it up and Jeff was the one I was at when he started to be like, oh my God, like it's bad. And so, so happy that our next door neighbor is a doctor. And I was like, hello, do you have your machine to check whatever? She's like, oh, it's bad. Oh, it's a bad one. Ooh. Oh, I was like, oh no. She's like, um, so it gets worse. So we obviously Noah takes no medication, right? You remember that? Right. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So he's in pain and I'm like, just do it. And like when someone else listens to it and I would be the same. So I like understand, but when someone else listens to my story, they're like, oh, see, I'm like, he is a human being. I can't force. He can keep like, I can open the mouth. He can close his teeth. And then yeah. I put it in, he's just going to spit it out. Like he's not a, like, he's not a one person's like, yeah, my dog. I just like, I'm like, well, this is not a dog. This is a human who will spit it out and say no. And I'm traumatizing him. So yeah. I've given him medication, everyone. Never given him medication. He was five years old because <laughs> he's never been at a point where it's been needed. But antibiotics are needed. You cannot say no to them. So just that created a little bit of yeah, people. Some people do. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Okay, cool. It's, so, a, just, you know, it's like a well, real thing. Well, it's coming. Listen to my story. So, uh, Anyways, he's in such pain that he finally 
is like, I'll do it. So he takes the medication, but like two, three hours later, he like wakes up and he's just like, it's not going well. So I'm like, I want to switch to like Tylenol Advil. And I'm like, Hey buddy, like you won't sleep. Like you're in pain. He's like, anyway, so he spit it. And I decided to go with, um, more like, cause I never, my method of, uh, I don't like get mad. I don't like be like, no, no, like that's not. And it's never worked on him. It's not his way to behave or to react. He's not going to be better because I yell, you know? So, but I was like upset and I was like, t'es plus un bébé. Come, non, c'est inacceptable. Come, avale right now. As-tu compris? Like we're starting again. Papa va chercher and we're doing it. As-tu compris? He's like, oui. I was like, <gasps> and then just like, I don't know what you told him, but like, good job. Cause Jeff arrived and he just like took it and said nothing and went to bed and slept all night. The next morning, wakes up, everything's good, ear doesn't hurt, but I went to antibiotic store, <laughs> to the pharmacy. Okay, this is where the story was funny. So I get to the pharmacy and uh, she's like, she wants me to pay. And I'm like, cool, I will follow what the pharmacy is telling me. However, I feel like we're covered here. So I just like send a text to Jeff, hello, should I be paying for these medication? And he's like, no, it's fully covered. I'm like, oh, so happy I texted because then I would have gotten home and Jeff would have been like, big trouble big trouble. Everyone's really proud of me for texting. So then they're struggling with computer and it, whatever. And then they ask me very adult questions that I did not know. Like, are you insured? Don't know. Are you assured alone or with your family? No clue. And then I'm like, these are very adult questions. Uh, miss, would you like for me to call my husband? And then they're laughing because they're all women. Right. And then I'm like, I listen, I said, this is above what I've decided, to, what I signed up for. Uh, these are very adult questions for me. And I'm like, I promise that I, I do do things in life. And then the girl's like, oh, trust me. We know who you are. We know you do TikToks. I was like, oh, great. This is, this is what she thinks I do. I do TikToks all day. Um, anyways, I'm like, cool, cool, cool. And um, she's like, okay, so you don't know. I'm like, I don't know. Do I need to call my husband? She's like, no. And then the other young one's like, this is hilarious. Cause I was like, just, she just keeps asking me. I'm like, I'm telling you, if you ask me one other question about insurance, I don't know. And then at the same time, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff sends me like pictures of like the card and the back of the card with numbers. He's like, give them this. So I'm like, like, like a child. And she's like, good for you. Good for you. And I'm like, you know what? We all have our roles. Anyway. So I thought you would think that's funny. All that to say, Noah is intolerant to amoxicillin because he vomits the minute, like 20 minutes later. He's hyper, 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 hyper. And then he's like eating and then all of a sudden vomits. Like, it's like, so he did it twice. Um, so then I contacted her, the doctor, and she's like, she's, I said, he has not said, he had not even started his antibiotics and his ear was already not hurting. She's like, well, come over. We'll make sure it doesn't get worse. Cause that could be a bad thing. She's like, keep, keep an eye on it. But she's like, if he, if it gets better, you don't need antibiotics. I'm like, Oh my God. But she's like, but now you have to know that he's like probably intolerant to it. So when he does need antibiotics, they'll have to say that. I'm like, this is so hard. Oh yeah. Oh, and so first time, first time puking. And he's like, what is like, what is this? And I was like, and he's like, I was like, no one likes it. I definitely don't like it either. Hopefully. How have you managed to your, for your child to be five years old and he's never taken medicine and I never know. vomited. Like people listening are like, what the fuck? Like, did you bubble wrap this child? Like how yes. did you manage that? 
I mean, listen, he goes nowhere and does nothing. Uh, no, yeah, I don't. I know. Um, okay, wait, because not on t- and on top of getting him to take medicine to make his ears better, you need to give him medicine to make it not hurt. Like that's a lot. Like so. Okay, so I sit on the couch. Okay, I sit him with me on the next morning after giving him uh, Tylenol and Advil. I said, "This is medication." So I had the antibiotic. I said, "Your ear is sick, so this is for the ear to get better." Your ears, like, please, Noah, give me this medication. And then I'm like, this medication is the one I gave you last night. And at Mimeos, this medication is for when you're like, yo, so I'm like, sometimes you'll need both. And if you take this one, that's for the ear and it gets better, then it won't hurt. So you won't need both. And he's like, just listening to me. He's like, okay, j'ai compris. And then he needed to take the antibiotics three times a day. So it's not just like, just getting in to do it once is a big deal. But then he was so proud of himself. He's like, he was doing it alone this morning. So proud of himself, look. And then he's at my mom's. My mom calls me. He just vomited at the table. Oh. It was like 20 minutes later. And she's like, Jose literally just his pink and the toast that he just was trying to eat. He left it hyper, going to school, so excited. Anyways, so I'm like, okay, because he he it was like last night. And I was like, is this gastro or is this Jeff's like oh. definitely the because in the all day he kept saying after the medication he kept saying like i don't feel good so we would give him a popsicle or whatever like yesterday we kept him just because like are we bringing our child to school with an ear infection but yes but let's do a day you know of no pain and whatever so he didn't vomit all day but then last night and in my intuition i'm like it's not good there's something about the way he's behaving right now that he doesn't know how to express after his medication he had to express it to my mom Started crying at 9 p.m. I was like, oh, ça va bien. Anyway, so I obviously didn't sleep all night and I was teaching spinning this morning. Oh, yeah. But, but, but just because I'm a mess of anxiety about vomiting, like it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, what if he's going to wake up again? But no, he slept all night, woke up to hyper, ate his Cheerios. I'm going to school, takes his medication, going to school. Well, it's like 20 minutes later. I'm like, oh, buddy. Okay. So it's clear. It's clearly a, a pattern here. Anyways, so. We will see. My goodness. Okay. Oh my well, goodness. This yeah. all happened. Oh. We'll keep everyone, but I'll keep you posted. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? As you're listening to this, this happened like a month ago. Yeah. Noah's <laughs> fine. <laughs> um, okay. So I spoke with my friend, Tom Asacker yesterday, Alicia. Mm-hmm. And he said this one thing that I want to have a conversation about uh, just quickly before we start with our kind of tips and what we want to talk about today about December. He said, well-being is instinctual. And I really enjoyed that because like he said, like you're what you, if we were to be more mindful and listening to our bodies and listening to how they feel and what they're telling us and, and how they react to how we're treating it and not pushing it away and not coping and not finding, um, not convincing ourselves that this is normal or whatever, our well-being is very instinctual. Like our bodies. Yeah. And I really liked it. The instinctual. I'm like, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I, I like think you need a reminder. You might need a little in your, a section in your little uh, notebook. That's a, it's like a um, uh, favorite quote. Dictionary. It's like, I feel like there's been so many new words that you were like, oh, I really like that one. You might need like a list, just a list of those words. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the worst idea I've ever yeah, had. No, at all. And he was using the word conscious a lot yesterday. Yeah. My mom probably texting like, any news? Um, and, uh, I love conscious, you know, four words that are very common is aware, conscious, mindful, and present. Um, however, they all have their little like tiny difference, yeah. uh, but mindful is really 
just a, a mix of everything, but minus the approach. So the, like, you know, the attitude of like kindness and enthusiasm and like, you know, the positivity part, but it was, it was a really good conversation. Okay. Okay. So today we're really, we're one week, the last week before the holidays. What, what do we want the people to know? Or what do we have to say to them? I think that the people first need to get their mind right. Like that, like I can give you all the tips in the world. You're right. And I can tell you all the things to do, action items, go prep up some food. But if your mindset is not in the right place, um, I hope that you're not already in that mine as well mentality. Let's start again, January. Like I'm, I'm just really hoping that you're waking up every day with being mindful about the opportunities of choice that are in front of you every single day. Yeah. Like, I think right now I'm thinking today matters, like as in every single day matters. So don't, don't make it a clumped ship show. Okay. Like it doesn't have to be all week. And, you know, we had given the advice of like, you should have some sort of template or calendar printed showing you your options and your opportunities all week. And I feel like it, it, like Alicia said, the mind part, if your mind is already made, made up almost that like it's over and like, you'll wait till January, like just that. Okay. So I'll wait till January. That is a very mind mindless, but also like mindset approach to how you're going to behave. And you've already made up your mind that whatever you're doing doesn't have an impact. It's like, oh, I'll start in January. And that's you convincing, like that's you trying to stay comfortable and not try to find opportunities to just like weight management can be a part of your goals right now. Like just, I'm just going to not feel like shit and eat for no reason. Like just that. Yes. It's like we underestimate just that and the impact yes. that that could have on our mindset, but on our ass as well. Like, like I think, you know, we might think about it a bit more rationally and maybe some people literally do this with money as well in December. Like maybe some people, you know, December, November, December are like heavy spending months, I think for a lot of people. Um, and maybe by December 18th, you're like, well, doesn't matter. I've already gone over budget. Like January, we're starting this like strict budget. And so not only are you in that mindset of like, it doesn't matter, Mm-hmm. But by kind of telling yourself that it's starting in January, you're creating a scarcity mindset. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, I need to spend all the money right now on this, these things, because come January, we're not spending money. You're right. And it's like, well, I got to eat all the things right now because come January, we're only eating lettuce. Yeah. Like it's so damaging the whole throwing in the towel, might as well mentality, wait till January 1st. It is so damaging. It really is. Yeah. I- like that whole um, scarcity, I had, I hadn't seen it that way, but we've done that so many years where it's like, and also where does that stem from is you have an idea of what it takes to lose weight. And there's no, here's what the diet culture or diet industry has really taught us is that you're either really in and really fit and really nutrient dense and really like you're just the healthiest you know um, and it's given us like kind of the look of what that would look like. And then everyone else. And I'm like, whoa, 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 minute. No. Okay. Like there are city, it's like, uh, 
you're different on a level. Yes. <laughs> um, and I think that we've been with the diet culture, we've been sold that like level 10 of yeah. health and wellness and like whatever. And I'm like, what does that even mean? Because if the person's miserable, I think happiness is a big part of being healthy um, and being on this earth. And what, what the fuck are we doing here? If we're all just like eating nutrient dense foods and fit, but we're all miserable alone at home. You know what I mean? Like what? Why, why are we here? Uh, no one wants to be thin and alone at home. No, me. no one's thin and alone. Um, and so you don't want that. And I just feel like it's, it hasn't given other options. It's like this or come back when you're ready. Yeah. And it's made people feel like shit. Yeah. You know, it's made people feel like I don't have access to any type of result that there are no, there is no in-between result, but there is like, oh, moji. It like always comes down to the perception of what is inspired to create weight loss um, I don't know if you saw, but like on my Instagram stories yesterday, I was talking about sushi from the grocery store. And I now live a life where like these kids are here, these kids are here and we're eating dinner on the road where that never used to be my life before. So I'm like experiencing that, which is, I know something that people tell me often, like, well, can't eat dinner at home. And like, I just picked up this sushi. It was like, I don't know, 350 calories or something. And it was just like, this can exist, you guys. Yeah, like weight loss does not come from me sitting at home at my table with chicken and salad. Weight loss exists from creating a calorie deficit. And that can now, happen. Yeah, now that you know that, go have at it. Go yeah. figure that out. And again, like, so the whole point is like December 18th, people probably aren't eating, you know, chicken from their Tupperware. Like there, there's a staff potluck and there's cookies and there's this and there's that. So trying to fit weight loss in a diet way mm-hmm. it's just never going to work but like it doesn't have to look that way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and I, I I mean we say this over and over like we say this over and over if people have been following us they know this exists however we know how hard it is to believe trust when you have not experienced it but it is the only way you guys that you're it'll ever become your reality is with experiencing it Like nothing is real without experiencing it. Nothing. Like you can only be like, I feel like that's real. If you have some sort of, you know, someone really close to you that you trust that has done it. And even then we've really realized that some people have best friends that have been members with your, that are members with your loss. And they're like, oh my God, stop being so skeptical. It works. You see me with your eyes. And still they're like, well, it won't work for me. And here's what's happening. Your perspective influences your choices so much because you your you can't it goes back to what it knows and what it believes in and so it's like this is my perspective of it and I'm done okay well that's not growth that's not progression and it's you're just going to keep getting the exact same results that you've always gotten and again you choose like this is on you but our job is to make sure that you know that what you want is accessible to you yeah and to tell you that over and over, but you will need to tell yourself that for it to happen. You know, yeah, you'll need to actually experience it. So really all that to be said, you guys, we would love for you to be waking up on December 18th from the perspective and mindset that how can I show up today? Like what, what do I have access to? What are my resources? What's important to me? Like maybe you are having that staff call, like you're like, oh, that coworker is making those score bars. And those are important to me, you know, so like acknowledging what's important to you, what you need to feel 
satisfied, what you could skip or change that wouldn't leave you feeling deprived. Yeah, I'm going to give this example. It's perfect. So I was sending my intentions to Nadia this morning and I said like, you know, I'm on a groove right now and I'm like feeling really good about my, like the way I'm showing up and I'm really connecting to everything that's coming up in the next few weeks that I want to use fully advantage of just days where nothing's happening. Okay. Yeah. So that's literally my method right now is there's nothing happening today. Be extra mindful, take opportunities to extra move your body, blah, blah, blah. So, um, I'm like, it's Wednesday. The only obstacle I have is my mom's house. Um, I always have good intentions, but I get there and then I'm like, I don't want to feel deprived and bring my food. Like I don't want to do that. So I'm like, okay, you got this, you know, um, typically end up eating always more than intended yet nothing crazy. I don't lose my shit. It's very intentional. I show up anyway. So I was like, my mom's making spaghetti tonight. And I'm like, I just don't know if spaghetti honestly is something that I'm like, I'd like to use or eat or whatever, instead of like all the things that are coming this weekend, you know? So I'm like, I just don't know if it's worth it to me. I haven't decided. So again, I always leave space one decision at a time, but this is, I'm just having this conversation. And she's like, think about what's at your mom. She's like, you can always make everything work. Like, and she, and I, I know that, but it's fine, fun when someone else tells you like everything can work, spaghetti can work and you know that. But she's like, is it the, is it the pasta? Is it the sauce? Is mm-hmm. it like, what do you want? Like, what do you want to make work? Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, great question. And honestly, it's the garlic bread and the sauce. Mm-hmm. It's not the noodles. I don't care about the noodles, but the sauce is delicious on the garlic bread. Mm-hmm. So she's like, you could just have garlic bread and sauce. You know what I mean? Or you could have none of that. You don't have to. But uh, we just like have a quickly that conversation. I was like, oh, that's true. Like, and it's just about looking at your options and not saying ultimately eat it or don't eat it and bring your yeah. chicken and whatever. Yeah. Um, and if you do bring your chicken and whatever, it really is because like whatever's there is not really not important to you and really not what you want right now. So, and also guys, like you can change your mind. You can say, I didn't want spaghetti. Now I do. And there's no big deal because spaghetti's not bad. Like, and you know, what's so important. You guys, when you do decide to change your mind that you don't judge yourself. Yeah. No shit about yourself because that is going to end in a spiral of eating and binging. So if you go there and you end up eating noodles, you don't say I suck. I don't have willpower. I don't have motivation. Why did I do that? That's just going to make you feel like you failed. And when you already feel like you failed, you just fail. You want to fail more. Yeah, no, you, you are an adult. And I think that it's important that you just don't feel like I had said I wanted this and whatever it's food. Stop. Like, don't see it as this is a good decision. This is a bad decision. This is the right one. You had just said you had these intentions and before leaving, you changed your mind. You're before going. So yeah, I just feel like I'm going to go with the flow. We'll see how the rest of the day kind of goes and no drama. Like there's nothing I can do today that ruins everything, you know? Like, so I think it's that approach that like no stress approach, the, I guess, abundance, like I have a million different ways that I can do today can look a million different ways. Absolutely. I feel like it's a conversation that we need to continue inside our sneak peek group. Yeah. Yeah. I want to write down what's the, what's the date that this is coming out? The 18th. Number 18th. Yeah. Okay. So if you guys want to continue that conversation with us in our sneak peek group, it'll be an amazing place to just have a chat about like, yeah, what can I do today? How can I show up today? What's worth it for me today? Yeah. So you can just search that on Facebook, your weight loss sneak peek. And we're always chatting with literally thousands of other people that are looking to create weight loss from like a mindful approach, a, a different approach. 
Yeah. And we're so excited to launch our mindful body uh, program in January. I think that right now uh, it's really important that you are on our email list. So if you're not, if let's say you're a new listener, you want to learn more, the link to learning more about your weight loss is also in this podcast. Um, but I think obviously we know that right now is a perfect time where you're like flirting with what's going to happen in January and what you want out of 2024. And I do hope that you're not going to pick the six week detox. Like let's be real. Okay. Next week, next year is 52 weeks, not just six. (laughs) And I, I really think that if we can want a, an approach that we know that's going to be long lasting. And I know that's what you want. So stop choosing things that aren't what you want. (laughs) Um, You want the long lasting. One last thing before I know there's four minutes until it's done. I was telling Tom that someone asked me the other day, what's your one message at your weight loss? She was new. She didn't know who I was or the program. And I did a great job to say that, you know, your weight loss is basically that we've developed a fully psychological process to prioritizing women's well-being. I didn't say weight loss. I didn't say anything just like le bien-être de la femme and just gave a few examples. She was like really connecting to what I was saying. And then she said, so like, what's your one message? Like, what's your one? And I was like, oh, ultimately there's so many, right? There's so many. There's, uh, do I want to go where women should prioritize themselves in their world? Or do I go weight loss is accessible to you wherever? Like, you know what I mean? And, and do I go calorie deficit? Do I go, um, because it's so complex, right? And I was saying this to Tom yesterday and he's like, you know, and you know, he said, it's, it's always hard sometimes when it's like this, because it's personal development work that you do. So when people say like, how do you do what you do? He said, if, if ever someone asks, how do you do what you do? You say, they do it. Uh, I don't do it. They do it. And I help them do it because you know what, when you do it versus when the diet industry does it for you, that's mm-hmm. the difference. So did you, do you want to do it or do you want to let the diet industry do it for you? the difference will be how long lasting this is. And that's what we create. You know, we let people do it. They figure it out with our guidance, with our community, with our support, with our coaching. Um, But they end up doing it because it's their way. So how do I do it? There's no particular process. There is no particular process. Stop Mm -hmm. asking for it. Yes. Thinking it exists as well. The process is the diet culture process. It's someone else's process. It's not yours. You are not in charge of this. You can do that, but it's not going to be long lasting. What do you want? You know? And I was, that was good. It was a good conversation. Nothing. Good conversations. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And just like when people like that worked, I had that conversation with him as well. And I just want to say this, nothing temporary. If you had a success that was temporary, Nothing that's temp- temporary worked. So stop saying that something temporary that you did three, four, five years ago, that you just did temp- temporary, that the success was not long lasting. That is not what working means, especially it's that from- disconnect between defining success as weight loss and defining success as changing long your lasting. life. Yeah. Changing your life long and lasting. long lasting results. You know, it's like we're, we're, we're just, we're getting blinded by the short term weight yeah, loss and we live in a society where where people want everything yesterday. And so that's, we're fighting against that. My God, I'm annoying. So yesterday we talked about people wanting everything. And that's the thing we talked about how, you know, how people say, I want that. Yes. Typically want is a desire. It's something that you don't currently have. And you use the word want and that's language. We use the word want with something we do not currently have. And he's like, you know, that like when people, they literally choose what they want, that's how they live their lives. It fills up every minute of their day. 
And then they live of the want and it's everything, both of them together, what they actually do and what they say they want together would mean doing everything. So I want to stay on the couch. I want to exercise. I want to sleep in. I want to get up. I want to not drink. I want to drink. I want to not eat. I want to eat. So like, it's like that you can't have everything. No one, whatever you choose to want that there's compromise where you don't get that. If you want that, you don't get this. And so it's like creating that like awareness and being present in, am I choosing actually what I want? Cause I can't have it all. I can't do it all. I can't have both things. So I need to pick what I want. All right, let's end with that. Look at our links. Come find us on sneak peek group on, on your weight loss. Send us a DM. If you have trouble with anything, uh, wishing you a fantastic week. Bye.